0: This week, can little old you really make a difference? Hell yes, you can. And later, the news. Cheaper insulin, cleaner camping gear, a new sustainable lidless coffee cup, and better help gets a data reckoning. But first, I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is Important Not Important, science for people who give a shit. The newsletter features the most important science news, how to think about it, and what the hell you can do about it. Hit subscribe right now to get this newsletter and my conversations with the world's smartest people every single week. You can find the email version and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com newsletter or in your show notes. It's March 3rd, 2023. Here's your weekly action steps or what we can do. Number one, help your local farmers sell online, not just at farmers markets, with grown-by. Number two, help people worldwide get clean, safe, accessible drinking water with charity water. Number three, support Dr. Ayana Elizabeth Johnson's Urban Ocean Lab as they write the future of ocean policy. And number four, stay ahead of Water News with the award winning Circle of Blue nonprofit newsroom. And now, today's big question. What the hell you can do? Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. Many words and Gallons of figurative blood have been spilled in the long war over how to most effectively take on the world's biggest problems and opportunities. The lines, or how you can help, are often and obnoxiously drawn between the factions of individual actions and systemic change. The gatekeepers of each side often spend as much energy telling newcomers how they're doing it wrong as they do fighting the good fight. But it's important to have a little empathy and understand why these captains of progress are forced to clarify our most prudent way forward again and again. You see, the forces aligned against them and us have sought since the 1950s to confuse you, to misinform you, to create chaos among the ranks of the well-intentioned, to make this your fault. And the onslaught of greenwashing and environmental original sin continues to this day. This, clearly, is a moment when we need all hands on deck. Every gender, every race, every dollar, every effort. And not just because this ticking clock is a measure of the Anthropocene, in itself a war of attrition involving every hand on deck, but because the systems built so far without incorporating every gender and race have failed for every demographic save one, white men. I wanna be clear here, again, it's measurable. Those same stakeholders have spent enormous sums to convince you that you your person, your habits and choices, are the problem. And that in turn, only you and the very personal choices you make to buy low-tar cigarettes, to use fewer plastic straws, to wear a mask, can reverse these very unfortunate circumstances we find ourselves in. TikTok, make better choices, Gary. So, these stakeholders, profiteers, poisoners of mind and body, worm tongues, but with Twitter accounts and trillions in subsidies, seek to divide us to extinguish our brightest flames before they can be lit. And that's bullshit, man. They're everywhere as designed, leading international conglomerates to incredible profits and failing to lead countries, including and especially this one in the past. They've abandoned taking care of you, but will never stop extorting and misleading you. So to defeat them does in fact require systemic change. That is the nature of being alive after our ancestors fought for so much progress. Being alive as the clock is almost up, but at the same time when so much opportunity lies before us. Incrementalism, so fewer plastic straws over time, which is great, also ignores how far we've come. Objectively, historically, this world is incredible. Best time to be alive. But it also ignores that so much damage is already done. And it also ignores that things can be so much radically better for everyone this time. Incrementalism ignores what we're capable of. Turning back those who come to our efforts asking, how can I help, is how we lose, man. It's how we fail to enact systemic change that can take away our air and our water, but they can never take away the power each of us has to decide how we react to such outright thefts, how we each choose to react as born of our own perspectives and our own skills. I man Frodo didn't take to Mordor because he thought it'd be fun or an adventure. He was an undersized orphan, an only child, and the only place he was ever going to call home was inevitably going to be destroyed. He was super reluctant to take up the cause, but he also knew, man, he didn't have a choice. He was also never alone, as a fellowship of like-minded allies and warriors quickly formed by his side. steadfast gathering of very different creatures with very different skills, willing to throw away traditions and some serious grievances, because the time was now or never. If nothing else, Frodo's was a tale of how much we can inspire each other to take up the fight. As my hero Rihanna Gunwright wrote in 2020, forever ago, we are still terribly, dangerously alive, and any moment that you're alive is a moment to fight back against the people institutions, and ideologies, the systems, that prefer death over justice. As my other hero, Dr. Leah Stokes, said, you can make your life into a living act of resistance, make your life into art. But you don't have to do all this, and you certainly don't have to do it all, and do it all alone. Your individual actions won't manifest in a vacuum, not now, with everything on the line. You can use your privilege and put your body in the streets with thousands of others. You can put your body in between your ancestral lands in a pipeline. You can run for office to represent hundreds or millions. You can become a sustainable material scientist and create a lab with six other cool scientists to build new straws. Straws that don't destroy ecosystems, but that also don't become tissue in cold brew. Please. You can become a teacher or a nurse. You can string simple words together into something none of us has ever read before. You can use your expertise spinning up restaurants to become a new leader in food-based disaster relief for millions. Hey, everyone, it's Quinn, your host and the founder of Important Not Important. I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about the INI or any whatever we're calling it these days, membership and community. It's a gathering place, really, for our most dedicated shit givers. A place to connect and learn from one another and to have access to me outside of the newsletter and this podcast. We started it last year and it's grown to hundreds of shit givers from all kinds, from around the globe. I'm talking about teachers and investors, students, electricians, journalists artists, scientists, and policymakers, and and more. Members get exclusive access to our daily news homepage, which is very cool, and to much more top-of-mind weekly articles, research and tools that you can use and to stay ahead of the game, member-sourced action steps, twice-monthly book and culture recommendations that have nothing to do with the end of the world, virtual events, and of course, the membership Slack channel. Look, so many people come to us asking, what can I do? And we think we do a pretty good job of answering that question and providing context for the answer. But the best answers and the best perspective really come from the community, a wide-ranging community. And we would love for you to be a part of it, to feel supported yourself, and to contribute to discussions and actions alike. And of course, by becoming a member, you're directly supporting our work here and ensuring that we get to keep doing it. So if you'd like to learn more, head to importantnotimportant.com. And if you're already a reader, you can just hit the upgrade button at the top. If you're not, go ahead and subscribe for free, and you'll see the option to become a member at whatever level works best for you. And as always, you can always find the link to become a member right in your show notes. So thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for giving a shit. Back to the show. You can build drones that fight wildfires. Still don't understand that one. You can pick up trash every day for hundreds of days in a row to lay bare the choices of others who just walk the same paths. You can use your art to iconize a movement. How many young Americans sat on the floor of Nancy Pelosi's office five years ago? 150 people? There's somehow oil companies with 150 senior vice presidents crazy. But 150 members of Generation Z, who are now adults, doesn't a revolution make? Or does it? Because just over 700 days later, our otherwise centrist and president-elect promised to dismantle fossil fuels forever, because thousands more young people watched those original 150, and together they refused to stop knocking on his door. And now, There's no IRA, or IRA, as I call them, without that sit-in, no matter what Matthew Iglesias tells you. The choices you make, how you choose to join the fight on a daily basis, these choices to be you, to use what you've got, these actions repeated over time become a pattern, become a habit. They become a part of who you are. They become a practice, a new practice, not unlike doing push-ups, going to bed earlier, Getting up earlier, drinking more water, journaling, exercising, calling your mom every day, calling your representatives every day, skipping school every Friday to protest, volunteering in a soup kitchen, whatever. From the initial choice to begin, to invest in developing a part of yourself, to better yourself, your relationships and your world, to commit to it every day, these individual actions add up. They transform who you are. They open up new opportunities, they inspire others around you, because we do nothing if not together. They can become so much more. They can become the face of a new movement, even in just your neighborhood. They can dismantle oppressive systems. They can reverse the clock now, at the turn of the tide. And now, the news. In climate change news, the Interior Department released guidance on how states can claim up to $500 million to clean up oil wells. Number two, the world swore they'd eliminate fossil fuel subsidies. Funny story, they doubled them. It's a little bit complicated. In COVID news, there's finally an at-home COVID and flu test. Number two, why forced clearing doesn't just release emissions, it helps viruses jump to humans. In food and water news, a startup made a new coffee cup that's lidless, entirely compostable, and cool as hell. Number two, the Mediterranean diet is one, delicious, and two, may improve a person's response to immunotherapy. In health and bio news, REI has committed to stop selling products with forever chemicals, which is awesome for my camping shtick. Eli Lilly will cut insulin prices to $35 and should still be regulated. Number three, there's a new bipartisan push for paid family and medical leave, and endovascular thrombectomy will eventually save millions of lives. Pretty cool story to read there. And in computer news, the FTC will ban BetterHelp from sharing mental health data for ad targeting, which sounds pretty fucking obvious to me. Number two, instead of legislative bodies with experts, judges are making consequential tech policy. And again, we are not prepared for this stuff. That's it for this week. Hit subscribe to get your next week's issue straight to your feed. To go deeper, visit importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thank you for being a part of our community, and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.